Beetlejuice. 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 It's showtime. Welcome to the Beetlejuice Minute, where we discuss Tim Burton's Beetlejuice minute by minute. I'm your host, Julianne Fay, actress and owner of CinemaBliss.com, and my co-host today is Barry Rathbun. I am not an actress. I am more involved in the sound part of making movies. Happy Monday, everybody. We are up to minute 50, and this starts with the Maitlands trying to leave Beetlejuice in the model. Beetlejuice tries to convince them to hire him by pretending to be just like the Maitlands, as if. And then Barb figures out how to get them back home and away from Beetlejuice. And joining us today is a very special guest that we just love so much. We just cannot do a podcast without him for too long. Chris Taylor. Hi, I'm back three weeks later. Yay. Yay. Welcome back, Chris. Thanks. Welcome. I've, I've been gone for a while. He probably doesn't want me to tell you this, but it's Anthony's fault. Anthony's fault. Anthony's fault? Yeah. He trapped me in a basement. <gasps> yeah. He was like, hey, Chris, do you want to come check out this cool basement I found? And I was like, what? A basement? In Louisiana? That sounds logically impossible. Let's go see. <laughs> I'm in. And he was like, yeah, go go through this door. Go through there. It's a basement. I was like, okay. And he locked me in. It turns out it wasn't even a basement. Oh. It was a closet. And it, it wasn't even locked. It wasn't even locked. I just stayed there for like two weeks. <laughs> Did he at least feed Being you? like, hey. Oh, he just left me. Left me behind. Oh, wow. Yeah. You do look yeah. a little thinner. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> and your beard looks a little longer. It is definitely a lot longer. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to have to get on Anthony. No yeah. more uh, Beetlejuice mug for Anthony when he right. comes by. We'll take right. his mug away. It's all Anthony's fault. <laughs> Mim's fault, too, somehow. I don't know yet how it's his fault, too. <laughs> well, you know, up in Minnesota, they really do have basements. They do. They That's do. where he got the idea. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I think it's a conspiracy. Mm. The two of them worked on it together. Are you saying that Anthony is his memion? Uh, oh, uh, yeah, <laughs> I said that. <laughs> so back to the Beetlejuice Minute. Anybody want to start? Okay, that was a pause. I'll start. <laughs> um, fun editing tricks. Um, I thought it was kind of neat because this is so not, I mean, it's easy, easy editing trick. But as a kid, you think, ooh, magic, where... Beetlejuice is wearing clothes, of course. He's wearing clothes. I hope. And then there's a cut. And he's now wearing matching clothes to Adam's. However, the reason why it's a little bit more magical is we don't see right away just on the cut he's changed clothes. We see his head, Beetlejuice's head, behind Adam before he jumps up on top of Adam, which kind of makes it magically look like his clothes changed when he's, you know, leaping into, you know, view. It's simple yet effective. And because he's a little more tucked in, we can really see the beetle gut. The beetle gut. Yes. Mm -hmm. Wow, yeah. we should call this minute the Beetle Gut. Oh, the Beetle Gut. It's fun to say. <laughs> the Beetle Gut. Beetle it gut. is. Beetle Gut. Maybe that could be. Don't oh say my it three gosh. Times. Yeah, what happens three times? You get a gut. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can use Barbara's trick and go slim, slim, slim. <laughs> oh, I wish that would work. Oh yeah, That'd be so nice. <laughs> that would be awesome. Oh, I could think of all kinds of stuff, but to keep this clean, um, we'll just keep moving right along, huh? <laughs> Uh, one one thing I like, well, because I'd been gone, and uh, I'd wanted to point this out, and so it kind of applies here too. Going back to my my theory about the Beetlejuice dog that I may or may not believe, but basically the idea being that for a long time, listeners, just a recap, uh, the that Beetlejuice was the dog that 
killed them at the beginning because he actually was living in the model and had actually become affectionate toward them. Like he grew to like Adam and Barbara and wanted them on his side because he wanted them as his friends. And so whenever Beetlejuice first pops out of the grave and he first greets them in minute 47 ish, somewhere on there, he, he looks, the first thing he does is he looks at Adam and just smiles and goes, Adam, like he's like, he's so excited to see him. And I thought that was kind of cool. Um, that goes into the whole, yeah, Babs, the whole, you know, affection type thing for them. And then I like that in this one, he wants to be like, he's like, no, I want to be your pal, Adam. And he's like, changes to Adam's We shop at the same store. Look at us. Hermano. Yep. I I thought that was neat. And then he grabs her. And then he, 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 he tries to trump her. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) Ooh. (laughs) Bada bing. (laughs) With his own sound effects again. (laughs) With his sound effects. Yes. He is a living cartoon, as we had mentioned before. Sandworms, everybody hates them. Yes, uh, that that goes along with that. But I I had a thought about the fact that he says that everybody hates sandworms. Is it is it a Chekhov's gun? Beetlejuice a sandworm? Oh no! But if you want to discuss that later, you can. <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say, the older I get, the more I realize there's no accounting for taste, because you think there are certain things that everybody hates. And then you discover there's people who just adore it so you, or you, love you're it. You're saying or... you adore sandworms? No. I think that's, yep. But I am saying that somewhere some somebody thinks, oh, look at the majesty of those ferocious worms. I like have a whole sandworm sculpture collection. Maybe or... that's how Dune came about. I'm sorry. See? Now I'm trying to decide should be if it should be Beetle Gut or the majesty of those ferocious worms as far as the title. <laughs> 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 Naming the minute on the fly. The Shai Halud. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, have y'all noticed that as you grow older? You th- you, when you're very young, you think everybody likes your stuff, right? Yeah. Like rats are gross. I have a friend, though, that really loves rats. But I'm like, That's there are people out there who don't like Star Wars, like at all. There are people out there who haven't seen Star Wars. <gasps> Well, they're excused because they haven't seen it. Oh, okay. They're the ones that are called They Don't Like Star Wars. That's them. That's the one. But you know, this is the perfect time to mention that if you really adore Star Wars, the whole idea behind the Beetlejuice Minute came from the Star Wars Minute. So if you are just tuning in now, y'all need to check out the Star Wars Minute if you just can't get enough of these minute by minute podcasts. They're doing Attack of the Clones right now, which is one of my favorite of the Star Wars, is my favorite of the Star Wars prequels. Yes, I said that out loud. There's there's more to like about it than I than I remembered. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but not only that, but there's also moviesbyminute.com where they've got Back to the Future. I think has done. I know they've done the first one. I think they're also done with the second one. There's also Goodfellas Minute, uh, Jurassic Park Minute starting up, and sometime March or April, the guys who did Airport Minute are doing Rocketeer Minute. Ooh. Oh, that's one of Barry's favorites. Y'all couldn't see him, but he just turned he into just a... squealed like I a, yeah. Squealed like a little girl. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing I liked, or I thought was interesting, rewatching this one. Well, one, okay, he says you've been to Saturn because he sees, we're assuming, dust in her hair. Yeah. Yes, he touches her you hair, which is creepy. But you don't see anything. Like, you just that's see... the creepy part? <laughs> touches her hair? Everything else is fine. <laughs> <laughs> It basically looks like he looks behind her and goes, you've been to Saturn, and that's it. Yeah. Which I'm like, well, that was an odd segue. So I think... I think it's 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 him trying to find anything he can. Yeah, it's he's like, finding oh, yeah, common ground. Simpatico. Yeah, he's finding common ground. But what I think is really interesting is if you re-listen to uh, when he says, uh, Sandworms, you hate him, right? I hate him myself. Listen to the tone he uses when he says, I hate him myself. And it sounds like whoever voiced him in the cartoon heard that one sound clip and that's 
the the tone he used for the entire show. Like that's his Beetlejuice voice. Yeah, yeah, that's about it. And then his head spins for some reason. Yeah, I was like, okay, that's is a that fun trick. I think uh, he gets super excited, and that's what happens when he gets it, super excited. I mean, because because it's not even like he's trying back. He's trying to decide between two things. Like, there's nothing. There's no rhyme or reason for it. His head just goes. Wow, I mean, it's a, it's a fun trick, but there, there's it just kind of happens. I think it's because he got so excited he couldn't hold it in anymore. Uh, that could be. My thing is, though, <clears throat> if this really is before CGI or not much CGI, I mean, did they, did, I mean, what was that? <laughs> uh, <laughs> did they just have something that spins around with a fake head and then, like, did something and with then they blackness just in between yeah. the two? Because you yeah. can see he has got no neck whenever he's mm-hmm. doing that. It's black right here. Right. So, yeah, they just superimposed a yep. spinning head. Mm-hmm. Or okay. even maybe just Michael Keaton running. <laughs> sped up the film and sped it up yeah. a little bit well, they've been doing that stuff since like the 20s mm-hmm. I know but yeah. I still yeah. think like it's fun I still think it's fun to think oh, yeah. about how the special effects might have been made is oh, yeah. there, there, old there's no commentary on this movie no there? there's no. not yeah. there's not Tim Burton, if you're listening to this, perhaps consider on the 35th anniversary. I'm not 30, sure. 30th, 30th. 30th anniversary in, uh, coming years. up. Yeah. yeah perhaps a, a commentary. We would we would adore that here at the Beetlejuice Minute. Mm-hmm. I know we would. Mm-hmm. Um, what's one of the other things I was going to point out that I like? Michael Keaton has the best running. Best oh running? Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> it's one of the things that is kind of odd about rewatching it is that in the earlier minutes, I kept on referring to Beetlejuice as being evil. He's he's an evil character, like he's a demon, basically. And but here though, I don't get so much the sense that I I he's crude. You know, he keeps on trying to grab Barbara and everything, and he's lonely. But you don't really get the sense yet that he's like a bad guy. You know, and I especially like that. You know, whenever before right before they leave, he's trying to get them to come hang out with him and, yeah. to, and he's even like excuse the place it's a mess and and he's it doesn't sound like he's putting on an act or anything he sounds genuinely excited to have visitors and he's like i like these people i want to hang out with them and it's kind of neat he probably doesn't get many visitors down in the in the model well <laughs> just a fly every now and then yes. <laughs> oh the fly that just reminded me of something um i was i realized that in the next minute we're going to find out what he would offer them to eat but i was Hope thinking like, ooh. <laughs> It was like, wow, we know that he has Zagnut bars, so they could yes. have that for dessert. But that fly, I mean, uh, we talking fly burgers, fly dogs, how, fly how funny it would have been. salad. Fly stew. Fly stew. Just turned into Bubba, but just replaced shrimp with fly. <laughs> fly po' boy. Fly. What I think would have been funny fly, fly. Is, is, well, actually, no, I'll say that for the next minute because it has to do with the fly, but what he offers them to eat. But if they uh, gave the fly a certain accent. That would have been funny because then that would have tied into that. Yeah, I don't think he was offering them fly, but then that would have he would have been offering them fly. Fried zagnut, boiled zagnut, <laughs> zagnut a la carte. And on zagnut note, um... <laughs> oh, one other thing. Uh, apparently, Barbara actually has been reading more of the book than Adam, or she's picking up on a lot more because she's the one who gets him out of the model. Mm-hmm. Yes, she does. Home, 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 home. home. And she doesn't really know how she did it. She's just like, try to, I, I, I think she figured she's catching on to the whole three times thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe like knock three times, say his name three times. Yes. So she was like, let me just see. I wonder what that would happen if she was like, went like alive, alive, alive. Ooh. That's the trick. That's how you do it. You don't have to beat death in a game of chess or anything like that or Twister or whatever. You just say alive, alive, alive. And death is like, well, 
Yeah, when <laughs> my hands are tied, when I see death, I'm going to try that trick. Damn the rules. <laughs> <laughs> the um, the script actually has a little bit more of the evilness of Beetlejuice, or at mm. least the way more creepy. Because in the script, it actually has uh, Beetlejuice talking to them. Uh, how does she feel about a short old man with dirty ears? Mm-hmm. And they tell about Lydia, who's only 14, but acts like she's 35. Then he responds, so you, the dead, want me, the undead, to throw the live guys, Mommy, Daddy, and Lolita, who might not mind to tumble with an older guy, out into the cold? Yeah, I'm so glad they dropped a lot of that. Yeah, there's a lot of that. That's just like, (laughs) and uh, when they clearly are like, okay, we don't really want your help anymore, he also says, hold on, let's not be squeamish, Missy. You rang my bell, you gotta lick the pump. I'm rolling. Ooh, hey, this uh, podcast is supposed to be... <laughs> I'm rolling. Wow, PG. Well, you this know, is a what, hard PG. What's, what's funny about yeah. that is, I, I, specifically that line, is because, um, you know, there are, the beat Michael Keaton wasn't the first choice. Like He won yeah. Sammy Davis Jr. And so as you were reading that line, I was translating it into Sammy Davis Jr. talk, and I was like, I could see him saying that. Yeah, without <laughs> it sounding I reading. couldn't see him playing Beetlejuice at all. <laughs> but I could see him saying that, and it coming off was kind of like, ah, you're weird. And that Rather basically than, became ah, the Call the cops. Yeah. <laughs> call the cops, exactly. <laughs> call the undead cops. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. You know, I just don't know what. We'll just have to press the reset button for tomorrow because I got to wash off all this creepiness. Well, <laughs> I, I think it helps, though, that it's Michael Keaton, too. Like, that's the same thing that I was saying about, like, a lot of the actors in those, like Catherine O'Hara and Glenn Shaddix, if you had other actors playing these parts and still wrote them the same way, you would be like, get off my screen, get out of that house, I hate you. And Michael Keaton plays it so kind of, I don't want to say endearing, but in eccentric, that you're like, all right, I buy this. I buy that you're this crazy bio-exorcist creeper type character, but I still enjoy watching you being a crazy bio-exorcist creeper type character who will one day be Batman. <laughs> and then Birdman. And, and then, then Birdman. the Vulture. <laughs> and then the Vulture. <laughs> yes. So the only thing Beetlejuice is missing is wings. However, Beetles have wings, even though Beetlejuice himself does not. Well, later on, he has wings on his head, but that mm, doesn't he does. not quite really the same. Count. He does. Yeah. And was it originally he was going to be a flying demon type thing? Yeah. So, yeah, he was yeah, a winged he demon. He's so. always been winged characters. Maybe they're yeah. under his jacket. Exactly. Got, he does fly. He does fly. He does fly yeah. when we first this see him. So. He's got a thing. Keaton has got a bird thing going on. I got to tell you. He wants to fly. He's actually a pilot. That's, we don't know it. Like, (laughs) he actually flies in his spare time or something. That'd be awesome. It's his contract. He has to fly in like Mm -hmm. every other other movie. Every other other movie. They couldn't work it into Mr. Mom or Johnny Dangerously, so they're just (laughs) making up for it now. So I guess we should warn people that the next minute uh, is, is where the hard part of parental guidance comes in. Ooh. Well. Well, we don't actually well, we don't say, it. say it. We but don't have to watching, say it. If There's you're watching the movie word. minute by minute, just fair warning if the kids are in the room. And if you're watching it minute by minute, you're, you're stop, doing it Stop wrong. it. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> I did notice y'all brought that up while I was away because somehow I was still able to listen to the podcast while I was stuck in this closet. I don't know how. Magic. Magic. I said, I said podcast, 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 and it appeared. <laughs> <laughs> and I noticed that y'all pointed that out. I was like, that's right. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> we'll see you next time on the Beetlejuice Minute, which I think is you're going to hear again with some music over it, but I just like saying that. 
Bye-bye. <laughs> Until next time, save us some popcorn, and we'll see you soon at the Beetlejuice Minute.